pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, the end of car ownership, the end of European unity, and yes, now you can try an impossible sausage. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, everybody's uh, up except Nikkei and Hang Sang, but everybody else is hanging higher. And over there in uh, oil land, only West Texas is down, mixed market, gold is down again, and Bitcoin's up over that $8,000 a coin mark. Dow jumps nearly 200 points as tech shares gain after U.S. eases Huawei restrictions. So I guess the trade wars are uh, calming down a little bit. All right. The Commerce Department said Monday night it would allow Huawei to purchase American-made goods in order to maintain existing networks and provide software updates to existing Huawei handsets until August 19th. The move sought to minimize disruption for the telecom companies, customers around the world. The initial restrictions worried investors that the ongoing U.S.-China trade war was intensifying. Stop blaming <laughs> China on the trade war and blame who is responsible. They're lives. Republicans and Democrats that brought China into the World Trade Organization and the American and European companies that went over there, gave them all our technology so they can make their products cheaply. So why are we putting tariffs on China? We should be taxing those companies, the Nikes, the Apples, the Levi's, all these people that are getting their stuff made over there and bringing it back here. That's according to Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, and I totally agree with him. Also, cold shares plunged 12.4%, and JCPenney also dropped 7.4% following a release of weaker quarterly numbers. Important about that? Mm -hmm. Online buying, and all these stores are all the same. Nothing new about them. They've overexpanded. Too many of them, and so they're getting hit. Oil. Fell 11%. You ready? Mm -hmm. Because China trade war. <laughs> so wait a minute. You just said the markets went up because the trade war was easing. But now they're saying, but the other issue is, of course, that it's going to bring oil prices up. And they've been up above that $70 a barrel thing. Is tensions heating up in Iran? And that's going to be a big story in the New Trends Journal that will be out tomorrow and to subscribe to the Trends Journal, go to trendsjournal.com because this is really heating up over there with, um, with Iran. Uh, on Monday, President Donald Trump threatened Iran with, quote, great force. So there's a big story in there, plus much, much more. Well, here's a big economic story. Ford is slashing 7,000 salary jobs. This will be done by August. It's called a restructuring plan, anticipating a future of autonomous vehicles, electrification, and unconventional ownership models. Well, why can't they keep those people on there to make those things happen? Here's what else they said. To succeed in our comp competitive industry and position, Ford 
To win in a fast-changing future, we must reduce bureaucracy, empower managers, speed decision-making, focus on more valuable work, and cut costs. So, they're losers. <laughs> they're falling apart in China. Their sales are way down. They got, they, they're not making it happen. By the way, way back when, when I wrote Trend Tracking, mm -hmm. Ford contacted me. They came up to visit when our offices were in Rhinebeck. And we had beautiful lunch, two of the guys there. They wanted me to do trend forecasting. And all of a sudden, they started telling me all about trend forecasting. This is after I come out with trend tracking, far better than Megatrends, Time Magazine. And I just said to them, I was sitting at the head of the table, I said, gentlemen, thank you very much for coming. I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> because they're telling me about trends, and obviously, Ford knows very little about them. Well, 7,000 of their employees are about to go south. Uh, and now we've been talking about mergers. T-Mobile and Sprint merger wins approval of FCC chairman. These are the fourth and fifth largest communication companies in the world. Again, it's more mergers and acquisitions, more monopolies, and more we the little people working for a multinational, globalized company and just peasants in Slavelandia. So it's just <laughs> another one of them. All right. Well, Trump says, there's a big headline, Iran cannot have nuclear arms. Well, of course. And he also said, quote, I don't want to fight, but you do have situations like Iran. You can't let them have nuclear weapons. You just can't let that happen. So if Iran had nuclear weapons and we did and they told us we couldn't, what would our, what would our reaction be? Oh, we would say, yes, Iran. Yes, Iran, whatever you want. And a fat boy, he is obese, so I can say that, yes. Trump, I don't want to fight. You bet you don't want to fight. You couldn't run up a flight of stairs. <laughs> you mean you don't want to send other, you will, you will willingly send other people to go fight for you like all these other low-life presidents before you, other than, of course, the founding fathers and Eisenhower. Yeah. Um, well, uh, another big story. Uh, and again, where's journalism? Documents contradicting reports on Syrian chemical attacks not reported. What's the story here? Well, the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons documented that that report that came out that Assad used chemical weapons to kill those people in that uh, Doma, Syria, in April of 2018. It was phony. A lot of people said it. The White Helmets did it. And this organization for prohibition of chemical weapons documents proves it. And it has not been on any of the American media. And people like Susan Sar Sarandon. The actress. Mm -hmm. Yep. Pamela Anderson. And that... Uh, Roger Waters, the musician. Yep. Roger Waters. Uh, Roger Waters came out. This is what he had to say. He called on The Guardian and journalist Jonathan Friedland to apologize for attacking him for accusing the White Helmets of concocting the chemical weapons attack. That was so clearly a propagandist story, but the prostitutes who put it out that made us hate Syria, oh, and Trump retaliated by sending missiles in mm -hmm. there, if you remember, killing people, but now the facts show that that didn't happen, but we won't talk about it, so let's end it. Well, we talk about it here on Trend Vision 2020, and you can be part of it. We want your questions. We want your comments. You get those to us by going to TrendsVision2020 at TrendsResearch.com. 
All right, big election coming up in Europe the end of this week, Gerald. It has ramifications, particularly for French President Emmanuel Macron, whose grand ambitions are at stake in these elections. What's going on here? Why is this an important trend? Well, that's what's the headline of the New York Times, Emmanuel Macron's grand ambitions are at stake in European... Yeah, what grand ambitions? The guy's a loser with a low-life poll rating. And again, you're seeing the populist movement spread throughout Europe and around the world. They had an election in India. It looks like Modi is winning big again. They had an election in the Philippines. Duterte is won again. And this is going on. It's about immigration. It's about globalization, people not having enough money to live middle-class lives. So this is going to be very big. Stay tuned. Watch it closely, especially in Italy, where Lega is supposed to overtake Cinque Stelle, the five-star movement, and also gain seats there. The, 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 uh, also the alternative for Deutschland, AFD party in Germany, one after another. This is going to be very big because I'm forecasting that if this happens, and populists, quote, that word that they use, take a lot of seats, this could be the beginning of the end of the European Union. Well, this the big story here, of course, is immigration. And a report just came out about a refugee crisis. This is um, a report that says, as of 2017, more people have been forced by violence and conflict to flee their homes than live in the UK or France. This is upwards of 60 million people. They're being forced to leave. Where are they going to go? They're going to go to a country near you, and that's part of why there's the anti-immigration movement. But what they don't talk about in this is how about the Afghan war? Didn't you like the Libyan war? No, I think I like the Syrian war better. No, no, for me, I love the Iraq war that was started on lies. They, were, they all were. And that's why people are leaving, plus what's going on with the violence in Central America and parts of Africa. How about economic sanctions? And economic sanctions, economic warfare is mm -hmm. a better term. That's true. And, and also your top trend, for one of them, for 2019, human waves. This is just the beginning. We've been writing about this. And again, to subscribe to the Trends Journal, to read history before it happens, just simply go to trendsjournal.com. All right, well, we have elections here, and they're not particularly well run. But in Estonia, they've, they've had internet voting for over a decade. And it means they get more people to vote. Uh, they, they're going to be voting in the European Parliament elections coming up this week. And they expect uh, a greater percentage of voters because they can go online and do it in 30 seconds. Look at your top trends for 2018. Blockchain democracy and blockchain voting. That's right. If we could do transfer trillions of dollars around the world, we could we could vote online. It could be blocked, and it could be a lot better than the moronic, low-life, stupid system we just saw in 2018 in America with the midterm elections where they were too stupid to count the votes. Hey, and remember what happened back in 2000 when George W. Bush beat Al Gore. Oh, yeah, we had them hanging chads over there in uh, Florida, and we don't know how to count them. So, yeah, blockchain voting, it's the future, but not in America, USSA. And the reason is, why don't we have it? It's not because we don't have the technology. No, because the two-party system wants to stay in power. They don't want to have referendums either. We can have blockchain democracy, and they want to control the system. Okay. Well, let's go to the presidential reality show, Never Dull, breaking with party 
a single GOP lawmaker who waited a long time for this says Trump's conduct reaches thresholds of impeachment. Is this the beginning of a serious leak or just an anomaly? One guy? One guy. Uh, what, One means GOP nothing. lawmaker. What's his name? Uh, his representative, Justin Amish, uh, yeah, who who's nobody Republican knows. of Michigan. Yeah, right. Amish, Amish, Greenberg, Iceberg, what's the difference? Nobody knows this guy. And the reality is there's a majority in the Senate Republican, even if they passed impeachment in, in the House, it wouldn't go anywhere. It's a waste of time and stupidity. Right, well, but the New York Times keeps writing about it. The toilet paper record because they hate Trump so much. All right. Well, the GOP does seem to have one worry. And that is a hot economy is a cold topic. What exactly does this mean? What it means is that they're concerned with the upcoming election that um, although the economy is going to be the number one issue, it may not hold that much weight in the upcoming election. The party's challenge was crystallized last week in a Quinnipiac survey of voters in Pennsylvania, one of the states that helped Mr. Trump win in 2016, the poll found that 77% of the voters described their own financial situation as excellent or good, but that Mr. Trump would lose there by 11 percentage points against Uncle Joe Biden. So what's the reason? If the economy is good and usually it's the economy stupid, what is the smart issue that's causing all this? Well, the issue is that it's a swing state election. And whoever wins the swing states is going to win the presidential reality show. But if, if, if people are happy with their private uh, you know, economic situation, why do the Republicans worry? Well, again, because you're seeing what's happening in Pennsylvania, swing state. Biden has a lot of support there. So they're saying that the economy is not going to be the major issue. It's going to be who's the best actor in the presidential reality show. And Uncle Joe Biden has a pretty strong shot at it. And... In your new Trends Journal that will be out tomorrow, we forecast who is going to be the winner plus much, much more. The economy, Iran, Venezuela, 5G, you name it. It's in the Trends Journal, history before it happens. And to subscribe, go to Trends Journal at TrendsJournal.com. Well, here's a headline that gets attention. Millennials near middle age in crisis. What's the story here? Well, here we go. Americans born between 1981 and 1996 have failed to match every other generation of young adults born since the Great Depression. They have less wealth, less property, lower marriage rates, and fewer children, according to new data. Now, again, less property, less wealth, and you keep hearing about, oh, they want experiences to travel. Yeah, they're traveling because they can't buy things, so they're filling in the gap. But more importantly, the data here is very negative. This is from another study by Deloitte. And they go on to say that the percentage of millennials who believe the economic situations in their countries will improve during the coming year was 45% each of the past two surveys. This year, it plummeted to 26%. Now, what's important about this? The presidential reality show and elections in other countries. This is going to be a major issue. Income inequality, a payment, you know, universal payment of one level 
a payment for people. These are going to be issues. And is it not true that millennials are going to be the largest voting bloc in 2020? Well, millennials and Gen Z will. They're just okay. catching up now to, uh, to uh, baby boomers in, in these terms. And again, more, and this is very important too, why you tune in to Trend Vision 2020 and subscribe to the Trends Journal. More than a quarter of millennials expressed zero trust in the media as a reliable source of information, and 43% said traditional media is negatively impacting the world. And that's so true. It's just negativity, negativity, hate, and propaganda. All right, now, let's end with some good news. Okay. Because guess who's gonna be in a much better mood over the next few years? Our pets. The pet market is projected to be among the fastest growing CBD sector. Cannabis for pets. Yeah, cannabis for canines. <laughs> yeah, well, again, here you go. They're going to let it happen in this area much quicker than they're going to let it happen with we the people. Oh, by the way, you know what happened over there in Jersey. They didn't uh, pass any legislation for marijuana, neither here in New York. But you know what they're going to do in Jersey? What's that? They're going to put it on the ballot. Good. They're going to let the people vote for well, it. it should be. They have read the last edition of the Trends <laughs> Journal, the National Cannabis Freedom Act. Let we, the people, vote, not a bunch of low-life, slimy politicians who get paid off by their corporate johns to do what they're told. But going back to this, it's going to move quicker in the... Yep animal industry than in the human sector. And in the next election, our pets are going to vote with their paws because they'll be on CBD. I wonder, if, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to vote online. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for this evening. Join us tomorrow for more Trend Vision 2020.